my Lord, awaken holy fire. We are turning from our sin. We are praying once again. Come, my Lord, awaken holy fire. So last Saturday, I uh, sat socially distanced in a parking lot in South Minneapolis with about 40 or 50 other clergy and church leaders in what we called a nonviolent resistance and de-escalation training with Reverend Siku. Reverend Siku is a civil rights activist, an author, a documentarian, and a musician with a credential sheet that would impress even the most hardened critic. In this training, we learned how to stand a line, how to protect each other, how to step in between. It was, honestly, not a training I ever thought I'd need, and yet, here we are. Over and over again during this training, Reverend Siku would pause right in the middle of whatever we, would do, we were doing, and he would shout into his bullhorn, why are we doing this? And we'd all shout back from wherever we were in the parking lot and whatever we were doing at that moment, and we would stop and shout, deep abiding love. We literally at one point were all on the ground, rolling over the person next to us, learning how to protect someone's body with our own. And he stopped us and said, why are we doing this? And we all shouted, deep abiding love from our faces on the ground. We were sitting in circles discussing what it means exactly to be a de-escalator. Why are we doing this? He would shout. Deep abiding love, we shouted back. Even before we left to go to our own cars, to our own homes and church communities, he shouted one last time as we were filtering out of the parking lot, some even on the way to their cars. Why are we doing this? We all shouted, deep abiding love. I'm sure the neighbors around that parking lot were really curious about what was happening. This is a refrain I've heard in my head all week. As I put on a mask in 95-degree weather, why are we doing this? Deep abiding love. As I read this week articles and listened to black and brown and indigenous speakers, why are we doing this? Deep abiding love. As I waited in a very distanced line in the heat for my COVID test, why are we doing this? Deep abiding love. Today, as we gather at our computers and screens around our home altars once again, why are we doing this? Deep abiding love. It all comes back to this same chorus. Last week in our gospel, we were asked to go out and make disciples, to go out and be disciples of this good news. And it's made me wonder a lot, particularly of late with the two pandemics we have happening, the racial pandemic and the health pandemic. What is the gospel exactly right now? What is the good news right now? If we're honest, a lot of what we had previously thought was our good news has been taken away from us. Is the gospel contained to a building? Nope. Is it contained to specific people? Not that either. 
We keep learning more and new things about what the church is and what it can be. And yes, it's disrupting and uncomfortable, but it's also amazing and incredible to watch. So what is the point of all of this, this being disciples stuff? If it's not membership or meeting together in a certain way, what's the point? We are called and sent, we say. We say regularly, we are called and sent. Sent to what? For what, exactly? When things are difficult in any number of ways, we often find ourselves learning pretty quickly how to narrow things down to the most important. When everything comes crashing down, we figure out pretty quickly what we will rebuild upon. What will our foundation be? What will we look like in six months or one year or five years? Will we even be here? These are the questions we start to ask when we are in uncertain times. And that is what's happening in the gospel today. Jesus sends the disciples out into the world to participate in a ministry that he is already doing way Back in Matthew 4, Jesus begins his public ministry by healing the sick and casting out demons. And that is exactly what he gives the disciples authority to do today. Those same things. Not authority to preach or to judge, but authority to heal and serve and care and call out evil among us. See, discipleship is not about membership or just talking about Jesus. It's going out and doing the work that Jesus was doing. Jesus does not mince words when he descends his, sends his disciples out. In the verses immediately following those in front of us today, Jesus tells them exactly how hard this is going to be that they're going to be like doves among wolves. It's so hard to be sent into a chaotic world that doesn't always hear what we have to say, but we are sent to be the good news, not just speak it. To serve and to heal and to use our bodies as barriers because Jesus taught us that our ministry is not in the service of followers or of membership, but of serving and healing and to use our bodies to save the life of another. Why do we do this? Deep abiding love. Something else that is very clear in today's gospel is that this work is not outside of the community of faith, but inside the community of faith. Jesus says this work is for the house of Israel. And as hard as it is to hear, it is the same for us. It can be really easy for us to slip into thinking that our call from last week to go and make disciples means we need to leave our home and community and go somewhere else or look at things happening 10 miles down the road. Does that problem over there? And yes, there is work to be done over there. As a resident of the neighborhood of the third precinct, I can attest to the work that needs to be done in my neighborhood. But there is work for us to be doing right here as well. For those of us in this neighborhood, as a part of this community, 
and this community of faith. Part of that work means we decide today as a community of faith, a community that follows the call, as author Debbie Thomas says, the call of a brown man killed by law enforcement 2,000 years ago. It means we decide that we stand up against the kind of racism that persists and even thrives in this community. It means we do the difficult work of dismantling our own internal racism and then moving outward towards the racist systems that continue to keep our black and brown siblings buried under the weight of oppression and prejudice. We are sent to work on our own house first before we go out. Why do we do this? Deep abiding love. I've been helping out a lot at Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in my neighborhood, just a couple blocks from my house. It's become one of the epicenters of service in South Minneapolis, the one in South Minneapolis. There's a few others around the cities. Pastor Chad and Lori and Clara came and helped there as well in the past couple of weeks. It's been amazing to see this small congregation in the middle of South Minneapolis step up and say yes. One of their leaders reminded me this week that when they were asked, the first thing they were asked was to be a medic site. That's all they were asked in those first chaotic nights after George Floyd was murdered. They had to say yes in a matter of minutes. And this leader told me that yes was given in a matter of minutes, but it was not required to check in with a committee or leadership team because that yes encompassed 20 plus years of work in the neighborhood. This past week, when one of the leaders of Magizi, an organization for indigenous and native youth in our community, uh, came running into that church with a lantern with a flame in it. And he came, an actual fire, actual fire from the building Magizi that burned down right next to Lake Street. And he asked Pastor Ingrid to help tend the flame until they could rebuild. And that, that ask and her yes, and that flame she gave out to a bunch of members of their community, so they all have a candle in their house, tending the flame of that fire, which is so beautiful. That yes was the result of not this leader of Magizi coming over to the random place next to the, their neighborhood, but because of intentional decades of work building that community and that relationship. Why do we do this? Deep, abiding love. It's easy to remain right here in our comfortable congregation. It's easy. When Jesus looks at the many people struggling around him, it says in today's gospel, he was moved by compassion. Again, as author Debbie Thomas said this week, Jesus sees this and he sends the disciples to, and I love this quote, she said, go and render believable the compassion of God. Hear that again. Go and render believable the compassion of God. Why do we do this? Deep abiding love. This is the 
only reason Jesus does anything that he does. And the same can be true of us. Jesus knows exactly what he is sending his disciples into, just as God knows exactly what God is sending us into right now. Why do we do this deep, abiding love? And then, as if that weren't scary enough on their own, Jesus tells them to take nothing with you on this journey. No plan, no gear, don't stockpile resources, don't bring backup. In a podcast this week, Dr. Joy Moore, who's a a professor of biblical preaching at Luther Seminary, she said this is because as soon as we bring our stuff with us, we tend to be more worried about taking care of our stuff than taking care of those to whom we are sent. We are sent not for something, but to someone. We are sent out into the world with only ourselves and our God. And many of us have been asking in these past few weeks, how? How do I do this? How do I do the work? How do I get involved? How do I advocate when I am moved by compassion, just as Jesus was moved by compassion? Again, author Debbie Thomas said, I have the answers to these very questions this week. She said, you choose poverty, simplicity, and vulnerability. You carry no weapons, have no backup, abandon your ego. Do not parade in like a savior, basking in pomp and circumstance. Lead instead with quietness, gentleness, curiosity, and humility. Insofar as it depends on you, keep, make, and share the peace. Remember that power has been given to you for one reason and for one reason only, so that you can give it away. Don't be foolish. Be wise. Be attentive. Listen. Know the complexities of the world in which you move. Make every effort to understand what's happening beneath the surface. Be pure of heart, but don't revel in ignorance, flatten reality, or mistake naivete for faith. When you've done all the above, in other words, when you get all of this just right, expect life to get pretty grim. Know that lots of folks will distrust you. Understand that many well-meaning people will yell and scream at you. Expect to get rejected or called out, wounded or beaten. Don't be surprised when your life gets uncomfortable. That is what success looks like. And lastly, she says, do not despair. You are not alone. The Spirit of God is with you, and the Spirit will give you the words you need and the courage you lack. Remember, grace abounds, so don't lose heart. Why do we do this? Deep abiding love. As Jesus sends out his disciples on this day, as he gives them authority, and now us the authority, to go out and do the work, he reminds them of one more thing. You have received without payment, he says. Give in the same spirit by which you have received. We do this work without expectation without payment, without agenda, 
And yes, it makes it harder to track and to post and to calculate. But that's on purpose. Why do we do this? Deep abiding love. I've now said that phrase 15 times. I hope you've heard it. And I hope for this community, for Prince of Peace, we can answer God's call today to be sent, to go out, to give as we have received, because we have received a lot. We have received everything. I pray you hear the call to be sent to offer healing and justice and reparations to a hurting and broken world. And we do that all for one reason and one reason only. And I hope you can answer it with me when I say, why do we do this? Deep abiding love. Amen. Burn like a star, light a fire in our heart. Burn like a star, light a fire in our heart. Burn like a star, light a fire in our heart. Burn like a star, light a fire. So we have been fed, and now we are sent. We heard Paul sing the words, fill us up and send us out. That's what just happened here. That's what's happening right now. And we have been given the authority by Jesus to heal the sick and stand by the broken and call out evil. And so we go and do that. And the reason why, why are we doing this? Say it with me, deep abiding love. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Starlight a fire in our hearts, burn like a star, light a fire in our hearts for your